Come on, let's magnify the name of the Lord tonight. Dear God, we love you, Jesus. We bless your holy name, dear God. Lord, you are mighty. There is none other like you, Jesus. We come to exalt you tonight, dear God. We come to glorify your holy name, Jesus. We give you all of the praise, all of the glory, and all of the honor tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. If you have a Bible, let's turn to the book of Psalms, chapter 135. Psalms chapter 135, beginning at verse 1. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the name of the Lord. Praise him, O ye servants of the Lord. You that stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing praises unto his name, for it it is pleasant. For the Lord hath chosen Jacob unto himself in Israel for his peculiar treasure. For I know that the Lord is great, and that our God is above all gods. By the help of the Holy Ghost, I want to talk about how great is our God. How great is our God. You can be seated tonight. This chapter he goes on, the psalmist begins to talk about the Lord and, and talks about how that God does things because he is God. He speaks of his sovereignty. He goes on and talks about how that God brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. Then it tells us about the heathen and the gods that they serve. He said that the idols that they serve are silver in gold. I'm so thankful that the God that I serve, he's a whole lot greater than the materialistic things of this world. I'm thankful that I serve the one true living God. And throughout scriptures, you'll find out that there was always a confrontation between the one true living God and the other gods, so-called gods. The Bible tells us that God sent Moses down to Egypt and told him to tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And as he went down there, he sent signs with Moses to convince Pharaoh to let his people go. But the Bible says that when Moses confronted Pharaoh, that Pharaoh had the question. He said, who is your God that I would let go of these people? And because of his hard heart, God had to help Pharaoh get to know him real quick. He got acquainted with who the God of Israel was. And, you know, he found out that the gods that they were worshiping and that they had propped up. I'm so glad that I don't have to prop God up tonight. I'm so glad that he is God all alone. He don't need my help. He don't need my assistance. I'm so glad that he is the one true living God. And I've come to praise. I've come to magnify I've come to glorify that God tonight because he is worthy of the glory and the honor tonight. 
He is worthy of the glory and the honor tonight. You can be seated. Word tells us that he got real acquainted to Jehovah, the one true living God, as plagues that struck Egypt was against every God that they had worshipped and magnified and, and glorified. And Pharaoh found out, he found out the hard way that you don't want to come up against the one true living God. You don't want to cross that God. I'm thankful that I know that my God is great tonight. I'm thankful that the God that I'm calling on, I know that he sees me. And not only does he sees me, but that he hears me tonight. And that he stands ready to meet each and every last one of my needs. I'm thankful that I'm not calling on a God that can't answer me, that can't pull me out. But the Bible says his ear is not heavy, that it can't, that he can't hear. Neither is his hand short, that he can't save. When I lift up my voice unto the one true living God, I know without a shadow of a doubt that he is going to come to my rescue. He is going to meet my need. He is going to supply everything that I have neither. I come to praise that God tonight. I come to magnify that God tonight. I come to pour my heart out unto that God tonight. You can be seated tonight. Our God is great. Our God, I said our God is great. I come to praise him tonight. I come to can anybody come to give God some praise tonight? I ain't talking about that, oh, I don't work the long day and I come in here dragging praise. I'm talking about a praise that says, I'm not guaranteed that I have another service. I'm not guaranteed I'm going to make it through the night. So I come to pour my heart out to God. I didn't come to be a spectator. I come to get involved with what's going on tonight. I come to get actively involved with what is happening. We come to magnify our God. We come to praise our God. Come on, he said the people that are in the house of the Lord, that's you and I. We're here to praise him. We're here to glorify him. We're here to lift him up tonight. You can be seated tonight. Our God is great. There's no other like him tonight. I come, to, I come to talk about him tonight. I come to brag on him tonight. There's too much bragging and people do too much bragging about themselves. I come to brag about Jesus Christ tonight. I come to tell about the great things that he has done in my life. I come to make his marvelous works known tonight. I want to let the world know that there's no God like our God. There's none beside him. There's none like it unto him. For he is God all alone, all by himself. You can be seated tonight. We talked about how, how good the Lord is. I'm a witness that God is good tonight. I believe we're all here a witness that God is good. You may not know it, but God has been good to you. This day alone, God has been good to you. I begin to think about how foolish I was in my 
teen years and early adulthood and as I began to go about life the way that I saw fit. And I thought about some of the things that I got involved with, some of the things that I gave myself over to. And I began to sit down and come to a, a realization that God is good. God is good. When you realize that you have been completely out of line when it comes down to God's word and that God spared you and he, he kept his hand on you and that he continued to extend goodness to you, something about you want to change. Something about you want to make a turn about as you realize God has been good to me. Paul said it like this. He said the goodness of God that it leads men to repentance. As you realize how good God is, something about you should want to change. Something about you should want to turn around. As you realize that you could have been struck down, but God spared you. God continued to love you. God continued to keep his hands upon you. Oh, come on. He's been good even when I didn't deserve it. He's been good to me even when I didn't deserve it. When I deserve hell, God has been good to me. Come on. I want to get, I want to make a turnabout. I want to get rid of the rebellious attitude as I realize God is good. I want to get rid of the murmuring and complaining. As I realize how good God is, as I realize how patient he's been with me, you can be seated tonight. He has been so patient, so long-suffering with me. I'm thankful God is not like we are. See, because we think Some of us, we get in a mindset and we begin to forget how good God is. And we want to think that people are good. We want to think that individuals are good. I got news for you. Some people, they read the scripture where it says that there's none that doeth good, no, not one. Some people, they don't apply that to everybody. They apply it to some people as they think that some people are good. I've come to find out that there's none of us that that are good without the Holy Ghost, without the Spirit of God dwelling inside of us. Paul said it like this. He said, in this flesh dwelleth no good thing. Jesus Christ, as the young rich ruler, came to him and thought that he was, you know, he, he was trying to, you know, I guess he felt like he was being respect for the Jesus or whatnot, and he said, good master. And Jesus had to, he had to correct him. He said, why callest thou me good? He said, there's none good but, but God. In other words, he was referring to that flesh. There is nothing good about this flesh. There's nothing good inside of me. I don't care how many good things I do or how many good deeds I do, that is not going to cause God to look at me and ignore if I got some things that are not right and correct in my life. Matter of fact, he said it, prophet said it like this. He said, our righteousness 
is as filthy rags in the eyes of God. In other words, there's nothing good about me. And I'm thankful that God don't act the way that I do sometimes. I'm thankful that even when I don't deserve it, even when I fall short, even when I mess up, and guess what? I mess up quite a bit. God does not take away his goodness. God still loves me. God still cares about me. God is still rooting on my behalf, saying, get back up. You can do it. You can make it. You can stand. I'm thankful God don't act like I do sometimes. I'm thankful God don't act like we do sometimes. I'm thankful that God is good, even when I'm not worthy of it. You can be seated tonight. In this service tonight, I want to understand that I can experience his goodness tonight. I can experience just how good he is. You know, a lot of people, they have a taste for a lot of different things. They, they desire different things in this life. And a lot of times it has to do with flesh. It appeals to the flesh. They, they, have, they have a taste for carnal things have a taste for the things that the world is promoting and this publicizing. But tonight I want to have a taste for something that is good. The Bible tells us to taste and see that the Lord is good. Somebody needs to taste and see how good God is tonight. Somebody needs to take God at his word tonight that he is good. Come on, somebody needs to understand that God is sweet. There are a lot of people that think they're sweet, but they ain't as sweet as they think they are. But I know Jesus Christ is sweet tonight. The Bible says that he is sweeter than the honey in the honeycomb. Honey, that's sweet tonight. Come on, there ain't nobody like Jesus tonight. There ain't nobody like our God tonight. He's a great and a good and a mighty God. I come to taste and see how good he is. Come on, I come to get my hands in the air and open up my mouth and experience God when he lifts that load off of my shoulders as I ask him for forgiveness. Come on, you want to experience his goodness when you get down into that, that tank and get baptized in Jesus' name and all of your sins have been washed away like it never happened. Honey, there ain't nothing gooder than that. You want to experience his goodness tonight. You can be seated. He is good. The writer goes on, he tells us that our God is great. He's not like these other so called gods. And that's what they are. The world has to prop their gods up. False doctrine has to prop their gods up, but I'm thankful that I don't have to prop God up. I'm thankful that he is God all by himself. The Bible tells us that the Philistines, when they captured the Ark of the Covenant, that they went and they put that Ark of the Covenant in the room where their so-called God was. And they came back the next morning and they found their God flat on his face. 
they went back in, they propped her up, and they came back the next next time around, and they found out that that God, that that statue that they called their God, that they thought so much of and thought was worthy of praise and honor, that the hands was cut off, that things was decapitated as they found out real quick. And guess what? A curse broke out amongst them as they found out real quick. You don't want to mess with the God of heaven and earth. You don't want to mess with the God of the Israelites. Come on, somebody. I want to understand that there is no other God like Jesus Christ and that his name ought to be praised. Come on, the only name that I'm praising is Jesus. I'm not praising anybody else's name. I'm not bowing at the name of anybody else. I don't care what your last name is. It don't compare to the name of Jesus Christ. He's the one true living God. And he is great and greatly to be praised. You can be seated tonight. I come to praise him like he's a great God tonight. I come to pour my heart out that way like he is great and that he is worthy of it tonight. I didn't come to act like I don't know who I'm in the presence of. I'm in the presence of the almighty God. Do we believe that tonight? Do you believe that he's here tonight? Let me remind you, he said himself, where two or three are gathered in my name. We got more than two or three here tonight. That means he's here. That means he's walking up and down these aisles. That means he's brushing up against you, waiting for you to grab a hold of him. You can be seated tonight. He's here tonight. He's in this place i come to respond the right way tonight. If we're not careful, Wednesday night, you know, I was thinking about it as, you, if you're not careful, we can just come with the mindset that it's just church as usual. And that we just want to, you know, we're going to just get, get on through service and go on about the rest of our night and get ready for the next morning. Honey, you need to understand that this is the best day of your life. This is the best time of your day is in the house of the Lord. Not working on a job, not making money. This is the best time. I wish I had some people that believe that tonight. I wish I had some people that would respond as if they believe that tonight. That you ain't doing nothing. Nothing else that you did today compares to what we're doing here tonight. You're in the presence of the almighty God. We're in the presence of the one true living God. There's nothing more important than magnifying him and glorifying him. You can be seated tonight. There's nothing more important. Everything else is going to fade away. Everything else is going to pass. People think that, well, my my destination in life is to make as much money as I possibly can, get a big house, cars, all of these the things of this world that is going to burn with the fervent heat. None of it we can take with us. We can't take not one bit with us. And the Bible tells us what we are created for. We're not, this shouldn't be unfamiliar to us tonight. Because this, all we're doing here tonight is what we was created to do. 
We was created to praise God. We was created to give him praise and glory and honor. This shouldn't be weird to us tonight. We shouldn't get tired of doing this tonight. We shouldn't get tired of coming into the house of the Lord tonight. As we understand, listen, if you want to fulfill what you are created to do, make it up in your mind that you're going to praise God with everything that you have. Make it up in your mind that there's not one service that I'm allowed to pass me by where I sit down on God. But I'm going to pour my heart out to God. I'm going to let the tears flow. I'm going to run the aisle. I'm going to leap for joy. I'm going to leave knowing that I gave God my everything, that I fulfilled my purpose. You can be seated tonight. I fulfill. I want to fulfill what I was created to do. I want to fulfill that. Each and every day of my life, I want to make it up in my mind that I'm going to praise God, that my life is going to praise God, that when I get up in the morning, I'm going to call out to him. I'm not going to call out to him like this. You know, some people, they, they give God a, one of those, now I lay me down to sleep kind of prayers. I don't want to give him one of those kind of prayers. I want to give him a, a, the kind of praise that I let everything come out. I pour it all out on him. Come on, somebody needs to break their alabaster box tonight. Somebody needs to come in and let and anoint Jesus with your praise and with your worship tonight. Somebody needs to make it up in your mind that I'm going to praise him. I don't care what the person next to me is doing. I don't care what the person in front of me or behind me asks for me. I'm going to praise God. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Come on, somebody. Praise his name. Praise his name. There is no name greater than the name of Jesus. He's worthy to be praised. I know we had a long day, but guess what? He's still worthy. He's still on the throne. He's still great and greatly to be praised, despite how I feel. Despite what is going on in my life, I can't allow that to rob God of what he is worthy of. And that is praise. Oh, come on, somebody, lift them up. Come on, somebody, lift him up tonight. Come on, our God is great tonight. Lift him up tonight. There's none other like him tonight. Come on, I refuse to pray, give more attention to the gods of this world than I do the God that saved me and pulled me out of the harbor pit, out of the miry clay, delivered me, set me free. Somebody lift them up tonight. Somebody give them the glory tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, their gods. Their God is not like our God. He hears you tonight. He sees you tonight. He stands ready to meet your need tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let us remain standing here tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. You want a God that can answer you. 
You want to call on someone that can answer you. In, the, in your most needful times, you want to call on the one that can answer you and that can move in your life and that can change your situation for the good. You don't want to be like those that were on the top of Mount Carmel as they had put their trust. They had put their trust in something that was false. Do you know as you read, continue to read, the Bible talks about how that the heathen, their gods is of silver and gold, is made of their hands, and the Bible says that they are just like them. It's false. It's not true. And they had put themselves, put their trust in something that was false. But guess what? They had to put it to the test one day. They came, they found out real quick that what they had trusted in, what they had relied on, that it couldn't answer. To the point where the man of God began to mock them. Hey, hey, he must be asleep somewhere. He must be on a vacation. He must take a day off. I'm so glad that the God I serve don't take no time off. That he don't need a vacation. The Bible says that he that keepeth Israel, that he don't slumber, no sleep. I'm so thankful that in some of my most needful times, times where I could have lost it all, including life itself, that I had a God working around on my behalf, around the clock. Angels camping around about. I'm thankful that I serve a great God tonight. I don't want to have to be. I don't want to have to be pumped and primed to believe that. I want to know that that my God is great. Each and every day. God's people have forgot it. They have forgot how great God was. They have forgot how that He brought them out of Egypt. The Bible says, with a mighty, mighty hand, He brought them out. They forgot it. They started worshiping things that could not, can make their situations any better, can heal their, can heal their bodies, can hold their lives together. They have started giving more attention to other things than the one that deserves the praise and the glory. To the point where Elijah had to, he had to confront them. He said, "All right." He asked them, how long will you halt between two opinions? You know, they, they was limping back and forth. I want to be firm on what I believe tonight. I want to be firm. I don't want to be wondering back and forth. I believe this, this truth for a little bit, and then now I'm getting carried away with the things of the world. I don't want to be like that. I want to be rooted and grounded and know that my God is great despite what my situation is, whether I'm on the mountaintop, whether I'm in the valley low, God is still great. He's still great. Everything can be chaotic and breaking loose in my life. And I think that God is nowhere around to be found. Like Job said, I, he, Job said, I, I don't know, where is he? He's not on either side of me. I, but God was still right there. Just because 
Things are chaotic. And just because things seem like it's falling apart, no, God is still there. No, he's still God. No, he's still working it all out for my good. And Elijah, he began to rebuild that altar. He began to put a sacrifice on that altar. He drenched that sacrifice with water. He began to cry out to the one true living God. And fire came down. I want to call out to the God that can answer by fire. I don't need, I don't need smoke screens. I don't need to put on a show. That's what the world needs. That's what religion needs. We don't need that. That's what people that are believing in other things, we don't need that. We got the real thing. We know the one true living God. We know the God that is great tonight. We know the one and only God, the only wise God, and his name is Jesus. I come to praise that God tonight. I come to lift him up tonight. Come on, somebody, lift up your hands and begin to cry out to him. Come on, somebody, let your praise, let your praise say, I know how great you are. I know that you're worthy. I remember where I was when you found me. I remember how my life was torn apart when you found me. I remember the chains that the devil had wrapped around my life when you stepped into my life. I know where you brought me from. Come on, somebody, lift up your voice. Come on, let it flow from your heart tonight. Come on, let it flow from your deepest being tonight. Let it, let it be sincere tonight. Oh, we need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. There's none other like you, oh God. Come on, Isaiah said he saw one coming from the battlefield he was coming from Edom and Isaiah said his greatness talked about his greatness and strength come on there's nobody like our God tonight come on he is a victorious God he reigns forever I said he reigns forever come on somebody lift him up give him the praise tonight Give him the praise tonight. Come on, we got people that need the Holy Ghost in this place tonight. Somebody lift them up. Let God flow through this place. Let the Holy Ghost break loose in this place tonight. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. We come to praise you. We come to magnify you. We come to glorify you. We realize you have been good. We realize how great you are. This altar is open tonight. Somebody come with your heart lifted with your hands. Calling upon the name of the Lord. Our God is great. And he's greatly to be praised. Come on. They want to talk about the temple. The, tab- the temple. And Jesus said, let me tell you something. There's one greater than this temple. We need to know that Jesus is greater than any materialistic thing that you could ever conjure up, that you could ever think about. It doesn't compare to his greatness. Come on, he said one greater than Solomon is here. Come on, his wisdom. There's none like him. He is the only wise God. There is no end to his wisdom tonight. Somebody call out to that great God tonight. 
Somebody pour your heart out to that great God tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are God alone from before time began. You are on your throne. You are God alone. And right now. 